Hey, welcome to the H&HR podcast. My name is Heather Taves. And I am Heidi Bolt. And we're sisters. We believe here at the H&H Hour that your ordinary is extraordinary. Thanks for listening. Hi, friends. Thanks for joining us today. We're here in the middle of March. Heidi, can you believe it? It's the middle. No, no, no. April. It's the middle of April. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) Did you see that meme the other day that said February was 28 days or 29 days? March was 300 days and April is five years long or something like that. So true. I also saw the one that said something about, can we unplug 2020 and do a hard reset? Right? I think it has a virus. (laughs) (laughs) That's really good. That's funny. Yeah. I think probably someone in my husband's tech world invented that one Mm -hmm. because they are IT. So, Well, my family went to Hawaii at the very end of January. So five years ago. Five years ago. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I, that's what, that was going to be my point. Like, I feel like it was so long ago. Yes. Like, honey, when's our next vacation? Because right. we haven't been on one in a long time. Yeah. Same. Kip and I went to Mexico at the end of January, and I feel like it was mm-hmm. a full two years ago, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, Heather, I want to talk to you about something today okay. and invite our listeners in on this conversation. Truly, listeners, give us your feedback if you've experienced this, because I I feel like God taught me a lot through this lesson he taught me just a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Um, okay. And it's about the idea of someone giving you a word from God. So it could be a prophecy that like, some people would call that the prophetic mm-hmm. or a word of encouragement, mm-hmm. which could be another term for it. Um, but I had a friend, so I was in a, in a, as our listeners know, I've had to battle this crazy battle of autoimmune disease. Mm-hmm. And many of you listening can relate. Um, many of you have reached out and said you get it. So um, yeah, yeah. so there's that camaraderie. But I had a friend reach out. She's a friend of both of ours. Her name's Rochelle. She's an awesome woman of God. Mm-hmm. And one day she messaged and she said, hey, um, I feel like I'm supposed to tell you that you are going to experience some healing through walking. and at the time I was on like a no workout mandate from my healthcare providers. Okay. Because when I would work out, my muscles could not recover. Right. So I would work out and I would then have to be in bed or on the couch for like two or three days. Like it was ridiculous. Right. And I love to work out. Like I've worked out my whole life. Yeah. So you're one of those people. It just, it makes me feel better. If I'm active, I feel better. Yeah. So anyway, I had, she gave me this word and I, I didn't say this to her, but my thought was that is not the right timing. That word is not for me because I can't even, I can't take a walk without being ill. Right. So it's like the- It didn't make any sense. It's the exact opposite of what all my doctors are telling me is helpful for my health right now. Yeah. So, and I know all the things. Like you don't need to, you don't need to message me all the benefits of working out. I know them. But, (laughs) um, so anyway, she gives me this message and she's like, you know, I I don't really know. Other than that, that's, that's all I've got. And I wanted to be like, okay, thanks a lot, Rochelle. You're giving me the word and you got no way to get there, you know? But I know that this woman hears from God. And so I was like, 
Okay. So I wrote it down in my journal, knowing that that was a word from God that at some point would be truth. Do you know how long ago this was? Yeah, it was a year ago. Okay. So in the middle of this craziness of COVID, I my husband said to me right before COVID started, he said, babe, I feel like maybe you need to um, like take on a hobby or something you can do that's just for you. Mm-hmm. Like not something that's for anyone else, not yeah. something that's serving people, like something that is just to fill you up. Right. No matter what it is, you yeah. know, whether it's painting or whatever it is. And I said, babe, I just like right this second, I have literally nothing that I want to pursue as a hobby. So I'm going to have to think on that. Yeah. A couple days later, where COVID hits and we have this shelter in place order. Right. So we can't go anywhere. We can't do anything. I had made the joke to Kip that people were my hobby. So my hobby's not working out real well right now. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I just needed some space from all of the craziness of COVID-19. So I went out in my neighborhood. We've got this really awesome park that has a wooded uh, walk path that goes through like by past a lake and through the woods. And so I was walking out alone and I had felt that morning, I had really felt the Lord prompt me, take a walk. Hmm. And I was like, yeah, that's a good idea. That's going to refresh me. Now my health is a lot better than it was a year ago. Mm -hmm. So I'm out taking a walk. It's super peaceful. Like the birds are singing, the grass is turning green. There's little flowers starting to poke up, you know. And all of a sudden, I felt the Lord remind me, do you know the word I gave you a year ago? Hmm. And I was like, uh, no. And then it hit me. It was the word from Rochelle hmm. where you will experience healing through walking. And all of a sudden, I felt him say, your hobby is your walking. And I was like, what? I don't want my hobby to be walking. That's so lame. But I felt him say that. Like, you will be refreshed through these walks Hmm. and through this quietness and just this time of movement and experiencing my my creation and nature. And because nature has always spoken to me, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it's the sunset or the sunrise or the beauty of how many different trees we have mm-hmm. here in central Illinois. It's yeah. beautiful. And um, so I'm literally having this dialogue with God. I have my AirPods in and my podcast starts. Like I must have hit my watch. So my podcast starts and it's a podcast by Rebecca Lyons. Mm-hmm. And she's written a book, uh, Rhythms of Renewal. Mm-hmm. And it's the very tail end of a podcast that I started the other day during laundry, didn't finish. And it starts and it's got like 30 seconds left. So they're literally wrapping up the podcast. And you know how when you're listening to a podcast, mm-hmm. it rolls right into their next one? Right. It rolls into the next one. And they're talking about the importance of taking a walk. <laughs> I am not even joking. Like you can look it up on her podcast list. And I literally laughed out loud because of the humor of God to go, you literally just spoke to me this morning to take a walk. Yeah. You reminded me of the word from Rochelle to take a walk. Yeah. And now you're putting a podcast in my ears from someone I've never met who I didn't even cue up to take a walk. Yeah. Wow. So here's the point. Like the point is that Sometimes God speaks to us in advance. Mm-hmm. Sometimes God gives us a word that is a word of truth yeah. 
It's just not for now. Yeah. And which is why I think it's important that anytime someone gives you a word of encouragement or speaks life over you or speaks truth over you, Mm -hmm. even if it doesn't make sense, like write it down. Yeah. And then make yourself familiar with those words so that when they come about, you remember that they've been spoken over you. And so it was just, that was just an example of in my life where a word that seemed untimely, if you will, mm-hmm. God brought it to the right time. He used it in my life at a time where I needed some space and I needed some normalcy yeah. in the middle of this extreme craziness. Yeah, And just to go like, oh, that was you, God. And so I text my friend Rochelle and I said, hey, I want you to know, I like sent her a voice text. I'm like, this is too long to text. And I just said, I want to encourage you like, Thank you for your obedience. Even when the word seemed kind of random, mm-hmm. like, thank you for your obedience. And it was cool because her response was, oh, wow, this has encouraged me today. She's like, because I've been questioning yeah. in my own heart, like, God, why do you give me some of the, you know, some of the things you give me? Why yeah. do you do that? Yeah. And so it was able to encourage her in that exact moment too. That's so good. So anyway, I just wanted to say, like, if God is giving you a word of encouragement or speaking to you. If it doesn't make sense right now, mm-hmm. don't write it off as wrong. Yeah, that's so good. Because it just might not be ready yeah. to become fruitful in your life yet. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. I have, uh, I love that because I think so often if things don't make sense right now, we want to discredit them. If even I think about sometimes when I'm reading my Bible or I'm listening to someone preach and something sort of triggers in me, and but I don't understand what it means. And and. Oftentimes I can feel, my, feel myself getting defensive. Yeah. Like, well, what do you mean? That that doesn't make sense. And then later, sometimes hours later, days later, weeks later, months later, I'll go, oh, yeah, that's why that triggered me. That's yeah. why I felt that in my spirit. And so I think it is so important that we don't write things off immediately when we don't understand them. There's mm-hmm. so much to be said for um, meditating yeah. on things and, and waiting for God to reveal what his plan for mm-hmm. us is. You know, I, I think about the prophecies of the Old Testament and how the Israelites, the people in the Old Testament did not understand those prophetic words. They did not understand what the prophets were saying about a Savior coming. I mean, they maybe understood like a broad view of it. Like, okay, yes, there's going to be a savior come. He's going to rescue us. Mm -hmm. But they didn't understand all the nitty gritty details. The prophets themselves didn't even understand them most likely. And then as you know, the new Testament unfolds and Jesus comes to earth. And even then Jesus was giving his disciple hints at all these things. Like he told his disciples, Hey, I'm going to die be crucified, but then I'm going to rise again three mm-hmm. days later, you know, and, and the disciples after Jesus died, they're like in mourning, they're sitting around just like the world has ended. Mm-hmm. You know, this is, I can't imagine how awful that Saturday was for them. Right. Just the darkest of darks. Mm-hmm. And yet Jesus had told them, right. Like he had given them the hint, <laughs> but it wasn't until, yeah. you know, the next day that they were like, oh, mm-hmm. this is what that meant. Yeah. And so I think it's so important for us to take things, write them down, Mm -hmm. hide them in our heart, Mm -hmm. ask the Lord in his timing to show us what they mean. Sometimes it's just that we're not prepared to hear what they actually mean. Right. Sometimes we just, 
we're not in a spot where we can receive what yeah. the Holy Spirit is trying to teach us. Yeah. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. But as you allow the Lord to work in your heart and in your mind, you'll get there. Yeah. That's such a good word. It was cool. It was a cool experience because it, honestly, I think sometimes people hear the word prophecy or the prophetic and they freak out because they think it has to be like this world altering word from God in order for it to be of significance. Mm-hmm. You know, and yet in my experience, some of the like most nondescript kind of ordinary words have been things that end up coming and I'm like, oh, that's what this meant. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's not like this world shifting thing. Mm-hmm. It's just meant to shift me an nth of a degree. Mm-hmm. Shift your world yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like taking a walk, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not as if it was something I was unfamiliar with. Like I've been active and I've worked out my whole life. Mm-hmm. So it's not like someone is teaching me like to take baby steps for physical fitness. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I so, think it changed your perspective on walking too. Yes. Right. Yeah. Like all of a sudden you were like, oh, okay, this is a time for me. This right. is healing for me. Yes. And and you value, right. when your perspective changes, you value that thing more. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we have to be really in tune with what God's put in front of us right. to say, oh, you have this for my healing. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to start to see it that way. Yes. Yeah. Instead of like, this is a lame hobby. I don't yeah. want my hobby to be taking a walk. Like, yeah. how cool is that when someone says, like, list your hobbies. I am a professional hobbyist walking. That's lame. <laughs> I'm a walker. But yet, like, God can use that in our lives. Well, yeah, so. and just just seeing what, what it did in you personally, mm-hmm. but then what God can use, how he can use you through that. Mm-hmm. Because when you're quiet and mm-hmm. you're listening, how he can then take that and speak to you and that can go out. Yeah. To the rest of the world. Well, and it was cool because I was able to come back to my husband later that night and I told him, I said, do you remember when you told me I needed to get a hobby? And he was like, yeah. I said, I think I found it. He's like, really? I said, yes, taking walks. And he kind of looked at me and he goes, okay, I think that's great. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think just to one, to heed people's input in our life yeah, and also to not, to not take words, um, flippantly to know that, Hey, if God is truly speaking to you, you better pay attention Yeah, because at some point you're going to need what was been, what's been spoken and not to overthink things. Yeah. Sometimes our biggest, most important signs in front of us are very simple, yeah, ordinary things that yep. God's going to use for us. And it's okay. It doesn't have to be, yeah, you know, drawing world class art that gets sold <laughs> right for Hundreds of thousands of dollars, it can, right. your hobby can simply be taking a walk and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So just to encourage you friends, you know, I think if it goes both ways, if God prompts you for, to give you encouragement, a lot of times that's what prophecy is. It's giving encouragement mm-hmm. towards someone, give it, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't like make sure you're doing it humbly because mm-hmm. humans err too, Yeah. but give the encouragement. And if you're receiving it, receive the word write it down, let God figure it out in the timing he wants you to understand it in. Mm -hmm. And don't overthink the prophecy. You know, if God says it, obey it. That is the number one thing Mm -hmm. I hope to leave you with today is if God says it, obey it. Yeah, that's really good. There's, my husband has had two 
visions that he's seen over me, Hmm. um, prophetic visions. And the first one was pretty simple. Mm -hmm. And then about um, months later, I don't know exactly, maybe six or 10 months later, he had a continuation of the same vision. Hmm. And to be honest, uh, for a long time, I didn't know what any of it meant. Hmm. And it, it, the first one was pretty simple. The second one was a little more complicated. And altogether, it was it was a lot. Hmm. There was a lot of imagery. There were a lot of things that they, it could have meant. And instead of trying to just go, okay, I need to figure this all out right now, I just wrote it all down. Hmm. And I'll be honest, I only know what l- a couple things mean yeah. out of maybe like 10, hmm. 10 things. But slowly, God's been revealing bit by bit by bit what images hmm. mean. Hmm. Um Chris sees a lot through images, mm-hmm. so, so he'll get a vision or he'll see something and God will speak something to him. And so for him, that's what it was, not yeah. just words, but pictures. And it's so neat when someone gives you that and they say, here's a picture, here's what I feel like God showed me, but then you, God gets to reveal that to you because right. he didn't know what it meant. Mm-hmm. He just saw the pictures. And so, you know, I only know what a couple of the pictures mean, but I'm excited as God begins to reveal the rest of those pictures. Yeah. But I had to write them down or else I would have forgotten them. Mm. And I think some of them I might not know for years. Mm-hmm. There's just this feeling in my gut that some of this is not for now. Mm. But when the time is right, he'll put all the pieces together. Yeah. Well, and that's where trust comes in. Yeah. Just trusting that God knows what he's doing. His word says his ways are higher than our ways, yeah. which means we can't begin to comprehend what he can fathom for us. Yeah. And it might be that you're just not ready for the rest of the picture. Right. You're not ready to understand it. Or he doesn't need you to understand it yet because he needs you to understand the step you're in. Right now, yeah. So, And I think that's yeah. a lot of times the point is he needs us to focus on what we're in right now yeah. instead of worrying about our five-year plan, mm-hmm. you know, or so true. what's next. Yeah. So anyway, message us, friends, if you've experienced this or if you have questions on encouragement from God mm-hmm. or the prophetic, um, don't let it scare you. Mm-hmm. The Bible, the Old Testament, the New Testament is full of examples mm-hmm. of the prophetic. You know, Heather, you talked about Chris, um, he sees, mm-hmm. and it literally made me think of a, a chapter I read yesterday in the Old Testament where someone was brought to someone who was called the seer, mm-hmm. meaning he saw in dreams, mm-hmm. he saw in visions. Yeah. And so they knew that he would be able to help interpret mm-hmm. something they had seen. Yeah. Um, so it's biblical, you know, don't, mm-hmm. don't think that it's like this new concept that Christians are making up. It's not, this is old, Goes way back. old, yeah. old theology. Yeah. yeah. So, and it's the truth. So yeah. Message us if you've got questions. We're at the H&H Hour at Gmail. Um, we're also on Instagram at the H&H Hour and we really would love to hear from you. We're excited to line up some of our guests once all of this shelter in place is removed. Mm-hmm. So we'll be bringing some guest shows to you. And we hope that you are hanging in there. We hope that you're not just hanging in there. We hope that you're thriving Yeah. in this very unpredictable season. It really is. And it's kind of day-to-day, isn't mm-hmm. it? It is. It's kind of like the days all seem to run together, mm-hmm. but yet looking for the beauty in each individual day. Because there's always something. You know, so one of the things that... I want you to answer this after I answer this, my own question, okay. but Great. you know, well, no, it's, it's, it's pretty easy, but <laughs> I, I realized that I had to find, because our normal was so disrupted, mm-hmm. I had to find things to look forward to every day. Sure. Something that I was like, okay, I'm, 
I'm doing all, I'm still homeschooling. I'm still doing all the things, you know, and, and honestly, because I'm home a lot more, I've gotten more annoyed by all the things in my home that Mm. aren't taken care of. Like, oh, that needs painted or that those floors are scratched or, you know, and so because, because I'm seeing it so much more because I have more time. So I've had to kind of go, okay, not let that get to me and not become really annoyed because I'm home more. But I was like, okay, I need, I want to identify what are the things in my life that I'm really grateful for right now, the things that are filling me up Hmm. by, by staying at home. So there's a couple of things and you're going to laugh at one of them. Okay. I have been, we've been playing tons of games. I thought you were going to take, say you decided to like baths. Oh no, <laughs> but that's, a, that's actually another funny story. Um, I did say to my husband the other night, I wish I liked baths yeah. and he goes, just go try it. And I was like, uh, uh-uh, no way. Not even, <laughs> I can just guarantee you a thousand percent that I will not like it. Okay. Anyway, but no playing games. I'm not, I've traditionally not been a huge game player but my kids are a little bit older and so the games that they play now are a little bit more engaging it's not shoots and ladders yes and so we have been playing games almost every day and it's actually really fun and then the second thing is pretty much every night and this is another funny thing but pretty much every night when my husband gets home we watch the president give his press conference Mm -hmm. and this is not a political statement at all Mm -hmm. i pray for him Mm -hmm. i he's an authority in our lives and so i can't imagine the stress that he is under and so i pray for god's hand on him right but one i want to be informed with Mm -hmm. what he's saying and two he makes me laugh (laughs) and so we pour a glass of wine or whiskey (laughs) and we watch the president's press briefings and i am so enjoying them like I look forward to it yeah and so what's something that you've been enjoying that's different during COVID okay so my first one is the same as yours so my first one is similar to yours in that um my children are sort of getting to the phase where they like competitive games oh yeah I'm fairly competitive yeah um I think when you're raised with four brothers who are competitive you have to be somewhat right Mm -hmm. otherwise you're just left behind yeah left in the dust and so I taught them a game that we played growing up called Dutch Blitz. Yes. And uh, Steph Wolf, if you're listening, you know how competitive your husband is at this game. Uh-huh. He, we taught him this at our your house one night. Right. Months ago. Mm-hmm. And before the game was over, he had ordered it on Amazon. <laughs> and he was like on his feet shouting at the oh, game. Oh, I can't wait for a you know? friend Dutch Blitz it's tournament. It's coming. So um, I, I was one night desperate for something that was fun and competitive and yeah. entertaining and brought laughter. And I said, oh, guys, I have a new game to teach you. And it was just so cool because I felt like God had prepared this because I had ordered it on Amazon and put it in my child's stocking for Christmas last year. Oh, but never played it. We hadn't played it yet. Yeah. And so it was tucked away in our little game bin and we pulled it out and I taught the boys and we had a flipping blast. That's so fun. Like the giggles coming out of them when they would beat me to a card or I would beat them to a card. I mean, we laughed so much, That's the so three of us. And so that has been a joy, yeah. you know, just going, okay, there are moments of joy. There are pockets of joy yeah. that are in this season. Yeah. And then the second one that has been, it's been awesome is my husband has made a lot of meals for us. Ooh, that's nice. Which has been really nice because yeah. he is still working, but his workload has been a little bit different than normal because he's not in front of clients. Mm-hmm. And um, so he's done a lot of cooking for us. 
which has been that's super nice a break for me yeah because I was in a cooking rut and it's been fun I mean who doesn't love to have a meal made for them no right that's the best and it always tastes better if someone else has made it right um so those are the two things that I've enjoyed in this craziness I love it messages what are you enjoying yeah. I thought, you know, I thought that I would at the beginning of all this, I was like, I'm going to read all these books and I'm going to, yeah, that's not happening, but that's okay. Yeah. It's looked different and that's okay. I'm, I'm just enjoying mostly just spending a lot of time with my kids. Well, I think a lot of people are experiencing a lot of time with their kids, people mm-hmm. that aren't familiar with mm-hmm. that. And so a lot of people are like, I don't feel like I have more time. I feel like I'm in kid world the mm-hmm. whole time. Um, which I'm so. actually really encouraged by this for families mm-hmm. because the family unit is so important yeah. and we yeah. had gotten so rushed and so busy that yeah. I think we, as a society had lost the joy of the family unit. So yeah. I, I think it's kind of God's taking this thing that the devil meant for evil and going, Hey, but I'm going to use it to strengthen families, to, to draw families together. So I think that's really cool. So Heather, before we sign off, I want to just share something. Yesterday I got to preach at our church. And it was a very unique setting because it was on Facebook Live mm-hmm. in a basement with a handful of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really, I felt God give me a word of encouragement before I was preaching. And it was that I personally feel like COVID-19 has pushed a massive pause button mm-hmm. on a world scale. Mm-hmm. And I think that it was the enemy trying to isolate mm-hmm. And divide people. Yep. And um, in many senses, he has been successful at that. Yeah. But I felt like God said, do you know, do you remember my word when I promised that I will take what the enemy meant for evil and I will use it for good? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes, Lord, I remember that. I, I know that is truth. You say that is true. And he said, I have given this a delete button hmm. alongside that pause button. And he said, the delete button is to identify the things in our lives that our rushed lifestyles have put a shadow over mm. that the busyness of our lives have pushed these things that the yeah. enemies kind of push through the cracks of our yeah, hearts yeah. and let exist in our lives and in our routines and in our busyness in order for us to not really pay attention to them. Yeah. He said this pause that the enemy meant for evil, mm-hmm. he said, I've implemented a delete button yeah, for you so to good. recognize those things that when this is lifted, yeah. when COVID-19 is no longer a daily thing for everyone. Yeah. That those are the things you don't take back don't into your back rhythms. In. Yeah, that's so good. And I thought, God, you are so truly good. Yeah. That you don't just speak a promise, you fulfill it. Yeah. You know, you you let your yes be yes. Yeah. And you let your no be no. Like, this is a promise, and this is how I'm seeing you fulfill it right yeah. now. Yeah. So that when play is hit again, mm-hmm. we are new creations in Jesus. Yeah. You know, because we're not just made new when we accept him for the first time. We are made new every single days of our lives if we choose to be. Right. But we also choose to step back and to sit in the rut of life a lot of times, even as Christ followers. And so I do believe that when this button is pushed again and we push play, the enemy is going to be discouraged that he has awakened a lot of people. Yeah, that's good. Because he's going to be reminded like, oh, Easter week came thousands of years ago and I got defeated and I just repeated history here. Yeah, I've yeah. been defeated again. Yeah, that's so good. So, that's so good. I hope that encourages somebody. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for listening. We will continue to pray for you. Reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. And we'll be back next week. Have a great week. See you, friends.